Featuring Dr. Fix Me! Ladies and gentlemen and everyone in between and beyond, welcome to Dr. Fix Me Live! The Tabloid Talk Show Podcast, coming to you live from the Lincoln Lodge. Give it up for the Lincoln Lodge! Here in Chicago, Illinois. That's right. So Dr. Fix Me here, for those of you who don't know, it's a, it's a podcast we record live here. Uh, we're available on YouTube where you can watch full episodes. Highlights are on TikTok. You can uh, also li- just listen to us while you're doing your dishes or on your commute on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your uh, podcasts. So, yeah, I'm so glad that you're here. For those of you who don't know, uh, my name is uh, Dr. Elias Fix Me at your service. And uh, if you've uh, experienced this uh, show before, please give a round of applause. Oh, excellent, excellent. All right, sounds like for the rest of you, have no idea what you're in for. This is fantastic. That's usually how episodes go. Oh, this is great. Uh, so just so for, for, I guess for the majority of you, I'll let you know that this show is all about helping people. All I'm trying to do is help this world out. One person, one issue at a time which is why I have a doctorate in radio and television broadcasting (laughs) with a specialization in tabloid talk shows. Now you may wonder, why would anyone study tabloid talk shows? Well, that's because my heroes growing up in the 90s were the likes of Jerry Springer, Maury Povich, Sally Jesse Raphael, Ricky Lake, Jenny Jones, uh, Geraldo Rivera, Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, uh, uh, who else we got? We've got uh, Phil Donahue and Steve Wilkos who spun off from Jerry Springer. Uh, Heck, even Oprah. Because they spent their careers helping people. Each new episode of their show, they would transform the lives of someone new. And I thought to myself, well, hey, why can't I do that? So that's why I have this show. And with my amazing team of producers, uh, they, uh, which, oh, actually are going to hand me now a uh, car. My producers, I forget, this show runs on a bit of a budget, and they never quite tell me who is going to be on this stage. So I want you to know, uh, I, I have no idea who's going to be here. Uh, although I want to help them, fixing them is not a guarantee tonight. But you're in uh, luck because being uh, the audience of a live show, you have the unique opportunity to participate at your discretion. For example, if any of my uh, guests tonight say something that you approve of, something that you agree with, something that rings true in your heart too, let it known. Feel free to cheer, uh, chant their name if you feel so compelled. This is a safe space for you to express your truth. Now conversely, if anyone says something on here that is offensive, uh, horrible, and just something that you think just a- is absolutely wrong and doesn't ring true in your heart, feel free to boo. Yeah. Cheers and jeers, Dr. Fix Me welcomes them all. Give it up for safe spaces. Yeah! yeah. And, and, and I would like to, uh, I guess, uh, I know that this is the Lincoln Lodge, and being the Lincoln Lodge, a lot of people feel uh, uh, timid or afraid to, uh, to express themselves. And I'll tell you, although this is a safe space, it's not a safe space for tim- timidity, not a safe space for shyness. Uh, 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 hec- hecklers are wel- welcome here, uh, as long as it's, it, it rings true in your heart. <laughs> as long as it rings true in your heart. Uh, uh, d- dark as that, your heart may potentially be. Uh, so for an example, how would you react if some, one of my guests said something absolutely horrible about your mother? Oh, excellent, excellent. All right, all right. We have a lot of people who have good, healthy relationships with their mothers. That's good to know. All too often, I have people go, I would agree with them. So I'm glad. I'm very uh, glad about that. You seem very warm and ready. So uh, should we get the show started? Yeah. All right. Now, uh... I, uh, I'm going to bring up my guest here. I don't know who they are or what uh, their problem is going to be, but I'm going to do my darndest to help them. So with that said, I'd like to bring on, uh, looks like my uh, producers have uh, uh, written down here, um, Emily Sputnik with A Political Scandal. Please welcome Emily Sputnik. Emily Sputnik to Dr. Fix Me. 
Welcome, Emily Sputnik, to Dr. Fix Me. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Fix Me. Of course, of course. Now, I uh, I see it. First of all, you look amazing. Oh, thank you very much. I love uh, what you're wearing. For the listener at home, can you describe, what, is this some type of print uh, oh, yes, blazer? Yes. I believe it is. Uh, it's a leopard print. Uh, I got it on sale. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. So, um, uh, Emily Sputnik, may I call you Emily? Absolutely. Thank you very much for being here. You seem to be uh, vibrant. Uh, you seem to be in an absolutely uh, good mood. Is, is that an accurate description? I'm not in a good mood. I'm just a good actor. Oh, okay. So tell me, what, what is what has got you in a, in a not so good mood? I see here there's a political political scandal. There absolutely is, Doctor Fixman. Okay, tell me about it. It's been really ugly. Oh. Uh, the last few weeks, I've been really frustrated. Okay. Because I want you to know, Doctor Fixman, I have been putting in the hours. Okay. Yeah. I'm there in the trenches. I've been getting my hands dirty. Oh. I have spent days and days trying to make sure that we have a good supportive foundation for our group. Okay. And I still wasn't cast as the lead in Beauty and the Beast. Oh. Oh, okay. So when you said, when I see here political scandal, my first thought, of course, is you, was politics. Oh, it is a political scandal. Okay. okay. I thought maybe you were running for a political office. Uh, no, but no, you're, no, 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 no. But... It is a political scandal at okay. the Wooddale Memorial Community Theater. At the Wooddale <laughs> Memorial Community Theater? At the WMC? At the WMCC. Double C Community Theater, yes. <laughs> I gotta write that down. Woodland Memorial? There is sabotage afoot at oh. the WM Triple Double C. Triple Double C, alright. Triple wood- C is silent. Oh, I see. The third C is silent. So the Woodland Memorial Community uh, Center? Community Theater. Community Center, oh. Community. So- Yep, it's right, let's theater. get that acronym right. And it's a center, and there's a theater there. This okay. is semantic stuff. Sure, yes. Me. So you were going for the lead in Beauty and the Beast. Yes. So I'm that's Belle? Belle, yes. Okay, Belle. Because I, I, I mean, look at me. I think I'm pretty enough to play Belle. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think our, our audience... Yes. Our, our audience wholeheartedly agrees with you. I think you you, you are radiant. Uh, you uh, I, I don't see how you wouldn't be cast. So tell me what what walk me through it. What happened? And also, how recent it was this um did, did this event take place? Oh, it was two weeks ago that the auditions were held. Okay. And for the last couple of months or so, I put in my dues, okay? I have been at tech breakdowns. I have been putting makeup on second graders for James and the Giant Peach. Okay. okay. <laughs> I were you a member of the crew? Food. Like you were, you did like makeup or oh, like? I've done everything. Okay. I've gone through the prop closet. I've fundraised. I've done everything that I should to deserve the lead in Beauty and the Beast. Okay. So you must have auditioned for this role. Well, I tried to, but it was sabotage. You, you tried to audition? I, I I mean, nothing about it was to the caliber that I would have done. Okay, well, walk me through. What, what, what happened in the audition, and, and how did it, I guess, fall short of your expectation? Absolutely. So the first part of the audition is obviously that I pick a song to sing, and then I go to the audition, and I sing it very well in front of the director and the choreographer. Okay. I almost couldn't do that, Dr. Fix Me. Oh. Because someone erased my name from the sign-up sheet. <gasps> so you weren't even called upon to audition, it sounds like. Oh, I showed up and my name's not on the sheet. 
Luckily, I am best friends with the stage manager, Beth Ann, because I've got my name on that sheet, and I oh. on in. Oh, okay. So, uh, through a, a connection, you were able to reestablish your name on that list? Oh, absolutely. It... I okay. mean, I am Emily Spugnik. I'm not not going to audition for Beauty and the Blue. Okay. <laughs> now, it, it, what... Do you always audition for theater, or was it just be this particular uh, piece that you wanted to get? Like, what, what's is, is theater a passion of yours? Are you a, a trained uh, thespian, as they say? Theater is my only passion. Oh. This is the only thing that I care about. Okay. This is the only thing I've ever cared about. And the Wooddale Memorial Community Center Theater—that's the name. <laughs> sure. Wooddale. Wooddale okay. Memorial Community Center Theater. Okay. Has been my life. For the, fa- for the past ten and a half years. Mm. I started there as a little kid taking the musical theater classes, okay? I did improv all through high school. Okay. Okay? I, I stayed there. I spent my summers in college there. Even though I should have been doing other stuff, I came back to my hometown to do community theater. Oh, wow. So you, you returned just so that you could, uh, I guess, uh, solidify yourself as, the, as an actor in the community <coughs> theater. Okay. And I really thought until these last couple of weeks that I had gotten a status as, you know, a, a big fish okay. around. Now, uh, was this your first play that you've ever auditioned for in the com- at the Wooddale uh, Memorial Community Center Theater? Oh, no. I've, I've graced the stage in a few other productions. Oh, okay. Um, I was uh, Bird Girl number six in Seussical the Musical. Yes. Oh, Seussical oh. the Musical. Yes. Oh, wow. I was um, urchin number 12 in Sweeney Todd. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, and I was um, uh, backstage for our performance of Cats. Oh, wow. All right, all right. So you're, you're involved one way or another in, in each production, it sounds like. I'm there all the time. Wow, okay. But just not in the place that I would like to be. So did you end up auditioning for Beauty and the Beast? Were you allowed on stage? What, what, what happened? Well, finally, I did go, and I did get to sing my song. Okay. And I only cracked three times. Oh, okay. My 45-second song, and it was fine. The problem is, is when we got to the dance audition, and I think that's where I figured out who erased my name. When you got to the, the dance part of the audition? Yes, the dance part of the audition. Well, okay, tell me, well, what happened in the dance uh, part of the audition, and what led you to suspect it was... This person. Well, when you get to the dance part of the audition, you go in front of the choreographer, Gavin. We love Gavin. Oh, we love Gavin? Oh, okay. We love Gavin. Apparently the audience loves Gavin, too. We love Gavin. It's a safe space to love Gavin. And you do the choreography combination that Gavin teaches you, Oh. And now, I do my best. I'm what's known in the industry as a bit of a mover. Oh, okay. I'm a, I'm a pretty, pretty talented mover. All right. You walk on this stage quite gracefully. Thank so, you very yeah, much. yeah. Thank you. Walking mm-hmm. is on my resume. Oh, okay. Is that one of your uh, skills? It is one of my special skills. Okay. But here's the thing I was doing my best, doing my moving best during the dance choreography audition. And I was tripped <gasps> by Kelsey Carlisle. Kelsey Carlisle? Yes. Now, you you were tripped while dancing the choreography? Mid-jazz square. Oh, my goodness. Mid-jazz square. Two steps into a jazz square. Two steps into a jazz square. Into a four-step jazz square. I, I mean, I know, I know that there are viewers listening, but if you're right here for a jazz square... You try and get back, and Kelsey Carlisle, I'll swear to God, came right in and knocked me out like a crowbar with her tiny little foot. Oh, my goodness. 
Oh my goodness! It's it, it, this sounds like almost on the same level of like the Nancy Kerrigan uh, level of, of Olympic battery. That is a perfect. That is a perfect analogy. She Nancy Kerrigan. I was Nancy Kerrigan. Oh wow! Wow. I was Nancy Kerrigan. I forget who it, Tanya Harding it was. was Tanya the, Harding a, did it to Nancy Kerrigan. She Tanya Harding me. Ah, okay, okay. I want to make sure I got that right. Okay. Wow. But, so, and uh, how did you recover from that? Uh, Were you able to? No. Oh my goodness. Oh, I fell. And once Gavin sees you fall, oh. that's it. You're not going to be in the cast at all. Maybe you're going to be a spoon. Oh my goodness. Oh. It, it sounds like you, even if offered the role, you wouldn't want to be a spoon? No, I was cast as a spoon. Oh, you were cast. Oh, I see. So you were at least cast in the production, just not the role you wanted. But do you know who was cast as Belle? Was it? Kelsey Carlisle. Kelsey Carlisle. Kelsey Carlisle. Okay, I, I can tell that. I I gotta commend you, Emily Spudnik, on your uh your I guess tenacity, your charisma, because I can tell right now you've won over this audience. You have won over everyone here. They are clearly empathizing with your plight. Uh, and 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 I I dare say uh, how this audience would feel if if, if we met uh, uh, Kelsey Carlisle. I just feel like you've already uh, spun us up into such a fury. Uh, it, it, I, I yeah, so. I, I, I empathize with your plight. I understand what your your problem is. You uh, had a goal, and that goal was that dream of yours was removed. Yes. yes. I'm here to help you. I want to fix your situation. I know what your problem is. What solution are you looking for? Well, I'd at least like to be cast as one of Gaston's gals. <laughs> oh, you think of recasting? At least I would love a recasting. Oh, okay. I think that I. Interesting that you're not that. trying to be Belle still. Well, well, I'm trying to be realistic here. Okay. Oh. I will shoot for the moon that I would like to be Belle, okay? Because I am a mezzo through and through. Okay. Okay. I think I would sound great as Belle. Okay, I see. Uh, and uh, so, so, but it sounds like uh, you're. You're willing to accept, uh, if, if you don't get Belle, at least one of Gaston's gals. Uh, uh, is there anything else that you would be willing to accept? Is, I mean, is it just any role above Spoon? Any I, I, role above Spoon. Okay. Kelsey Carlisle drops the show. Oh my goodness. Okay, so it's not, not enough for you to uh, ascend in your role, but you want her out. I want her out. Okay. Uh, all right. Um, would the show be able to go on without a Belle? I wonder. It'll be able to go on without a Kelsey. Oh, all right, wow. Fierce words from our first guest. This is uh, very strong. Uh, if we have our, my producer's handing me another note here. Okay, I think, we, uh, I think we may have someone who can help shine a light on your situation here, Emily. Look, as we all know, there's more than one side to every story. And to uh, help us get some perspective on what you're going through and, and what uh, really happened on that day, I want to bring on our next guest. Uh, please uh, give a round of applause for uh, Damiana Z. Spielberg, direct, Directrix Majora, PhD of the Wooddale Memorial Community Center Theater. Welcome! Welcome, Damiana Z. Spielberg. Uh, am I getting that name right? Is it Damiana? Damiana, spelled how it sounds. Same on Instagram, Facebook, the stars. Welcome, welcome, Directrix Majora, PhD. Uh, uh, please have a seat and, and, and grab a microphone. Thank you very much for being here. Damiano. I've never seen that name before. Of course, of course. It's, uh, from the from the Greek. Oh, okay. It's a Greek name. Uh, Spielberg, is that also Greek? 
Uh, Spielberg, no, no, that's uh, that's Hollywood, baby. Oh, Spielberg is Hollywood. I see. Okay, so Damiana, uh, you're a directorix majora, PhD from the Wooddale Memorial Community Center Theater. Are you the director of Beauty and the Beast, the musical? Uh, that I am, Doctor. Oh wow. Well, so I, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you're here. I, I feel like your presence here. Do you first of all, do you recognize our first guest? Do you recognize Emily Spudnik? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When this was at home, there was a pregnant yeah. pause. Yeah, that is Spoon. Hey, good to see you, Spoon. Yeah. Oh, is that, Damiana, is that what you do? Do you, do you, uh, for the listener at home, the audience is hissing our director. Although, but, uh, director, I, I'm curious, I noticed you just addressed, uh, uh, Emily as Spoon. Do you address your performers as their character name? Is that what you do? Uh, well, there's a little something you might be aware of, Dr. Fix Me. It's called staying in character. Oh, well, I've heard of actors staying in character, but I didn't know directors uh, had anything to do with that. Are you? Uh, I would say it makes it hard for the artistic, creative, directing process to refer to characters as their given, God-given Earth names. Oh, so you so you want your performers to stay in character. You want them to to remain authentic throughout the uh, performance. Although uh, right now we're not uh, in a rehearsal of uh, Beauty and the Beast. This yeah. is not this is not the Wooddale Memorial Community Center Theater. No, it's not. So, but, but even so, <laughs> even so, you still uh, want Emily to be Spoon. Would it help you if I addressed Emily as Spoon? You know what? We can we can go with Emily. You know, for a maybe the spoon's name is Emily. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. We're not in a rehearsal. You bring that up. You know, some would say all the world's a stage and those upon it merely players, but you know we're not in a rehearsal right now. Sure. sure. Okay, but I I am like I I do spend hours at home like this. Oh, oh for the listener at home, uh, Emily is uh, taking the form of a spoon. I would imagine it sounds like it looks like a like a ballerina pose. I'm a spoon. You're a spoon, uh, Emily. I gotta ask you, what are you what are you experiencing right now that your director is seated next to you? I I, I can see that you're you're smiling even more, but it almost feels like a smile that it is inducing pain. Well, well, Doctor Fix Me. I mean, Damian, she's a legend. Oh. I mean, she's she's directed everything. I oh. mean, our performance of Oliver. It was life-changing. Oh. That was actually, uh, that, that was my doctorate thesis in uh, directing. Oh, oh wow. You, you directed Oliver in order to complete your doctorate? Uh, yes, I did. That's the PhD at the end of my name, and oh. I got that from directing Oliver, exclamation point, at wow. the Wooddale Theater Community Center, WTCC. The Wooddale Memorial, Memorial Community, Community Center. Center. <laughs> I don't know if we'll ever get that acronym right. I don't know if we'll ever get it right. And you know, that, that, that's part of the magic of theater, right? It's, it's something that's a little bit uh, ephemeral, you know? It, it leaves the moment it's been done. Sure, there's scripts. Sure, there's characters. Sure, there's things that we expect to see when we go to the theater. But I'm here to challenge that. Oh. I'm here to challenge what you think of when you think art. What you think of when you think beauty, beast, oh. good, evil. <laughs> it almost sounds like you try to inject a bit of your 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 flavor into the story. How could I not, Doctor? Oh, okay. How could I not inject some flavor? We all bring our own personalities to everything that we do. We are not robots. We are not copies of yeah. one another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, are, are, are you your mother? No! Oh, oh wow. Okay, I, I, you know, I, the audience was quick to hiss your your presence here on stage, but I see that you've also won them over. 
Now, uh, I, my, my only understanding of Beauty and the Beast is the uh, classic uh, 90s cartoon by Disney, the, the Beauty and the Beast uh, cartoon. Uh, what, will, will your take differ from that? I know it'll be with real people and a musical, but uh, like, uh, what, how will, I guess, um, Beauty and the Beast, the musical, be affected by your directing? Yeah, Dr. Fix Me, I have a question for you. It's a bit of a math problem. It's okay. A a, it's a bit of a, a adding, subtracting, multiplying thing. You may be able to figure it out. Uh, when did Beauty and the Beast uh, come out in theaters? October 1991. Oh. All right, and when, what is the day of today? Today is, oh, well, it's the month of October 2022. Yeah, okay, so that's uh, 11 years? How many uh, I, I think it might be a little bit more than that. No, it's, it's 11 years. Are you sure? She has a PhD. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but not in math. Not in math. Right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this back to the producers. And okay. I'm going to have them figure out how many seconds has it been since the original Beauty and the Beast of Disney and today. It's and so then important. figure out how many seconds it's been since the original Brothers Grimm fairy tale was released back in the 1200s. More I than don't know if it was years. Years. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if the, the Brothers Grimm precedes uh, Shakespeare. I... <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. She has a PhD. She does. Okay. <laughs> and you know what? I'm no expert in, in theater, but I, 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 it's hard for me to imagine Directed. that the, the fairy tales of the Brothers Grimm was in the 1200s. What I'm saying is, every second that goes by, that's another iteration of Beauty and the Beast. That's another way it can be viewed. And okay. the way that I'm viewing Beauty and the Beast is that the beauty... Is beastly. Oh my oh. god! And that the is this a surprise to you, Emily? You, you see? No, it's just so beautiful. Oh, t t tell, tell us about it. How is the beauty going to be beastly? What do you mean? Is this a reversal of, of expectations? I mean, why not reverse expectations? Why not make the good bad? Why not make the little big? Why not make the star the spoon? <gasps> oh wait, what? <laughs> Emily, are. I think what the director is implying here is that she uh, intends on making you the that the spoon, the star of Beauty and the Beast. So the spoon, me? Yeah. I, I'm just saying, be our guest is the only part of that musical that's good. <laughs> oh wow! Wow. I, Doctor Tamiana, I would be honored to be your spoon lead in Beauty and the Beast. Wow. You know, honor, joy, they're all just feelings. It's all in there. They're all just feelings, and we're gonna use those, and we're gonna make art, baby. Guilt, shame, joy, joy pride, pride, love, anger, love. It's wow. All in there. It's all in there. It's all in there. Damiana Spielberg, so this sounds like this was something you wanted, uh, this was in the works for a while now, but uh, but this, this seems to be a surprise to Emily. Why are you revealing this now? I feel like this is something, once they're cast, you should let them know right away. It's been two weeks since the auditions. Yeah. Or, I mean, was this, I mean, was this something that you just discovered as part of your process, or had you always known you wanted the spoon to be the lead? Right, right. Uh, so I uh, immediately after the auditions went on a what some people might call a retreat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, what some people might call a very long plane ride. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, and 
as I was in this vehicle of the air, chasing the sunset for 130 hours, uh, never actually being in a time of day other than dusk. Are you saying you were you were in flight for 130 hours chasing the dust going yeah. west? Yes, going west. Oh my goodness. Yeah, some some might some might call it a, a retreat from reality. Uh, I, I I was I was you know taking a lot of uh, herbal supplements at the time. Sure, sure. Uh, like ginkgo. Ginkgo. We're talking psilocybin. We're talking. Oh, uh, you mean psilocybin? Psilocybin. That's exactly. Or psilocybin. Maybe that's a different. No, I said it right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I said it correctly, and I used the scientific name. Oh, okay. And also all of the other. Ones. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. That, that's when I decided that, and I did land a mere, I don't know, three hours ago. Oh, you just landed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I see. That's why why you were not able to inform your cast of this yeah. new directorial direction. Yeah. Uh, so. West. Well, I mean, uh, th- theatrically speaking, theatrically speaking, not yeah, like theatrically speaking, West. Oh, okay. We did take. So, is is Emily here the first to know about the the, the new uh, reforming of the cast, the the new direction that you're taking the show? Yeah, I would say you're the first cast member to know about this. Oh wow! This is incredible. I would say that this is the best day of my life. Yeah. I swear to God, this is better than when my children were born. This is better oh. from when I found my husband. This is better from when I found my my twin sister yeah. that I thought was gone. Oh my I, goodness. Without pride, love, relief, everything, everything, everything. everything. Oh my goodness! Wow! Give it up for this 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 moment of beauty, this revelation shared by Damiana Spielberg, uh, directrix Majora, PhD. So, I'm look. I think right now in this heightened emotion, we need to take a moment to pause reflect on this revelation, take a breath, collect ourselves, so that we can uh, hear a word from our sponsor. As we all know, this is showbiz after all, and the business part of this show is hearing a live read of one of our local or even global sponsors. Heck, I've even had uh, interstellar sponsors, selling a product or service or both. So with that said, I would like to welcome on today's sponsor, Jen from the Forestburg West Community Center Theater. Welcome, Jen, to Dr. Fix Me. Welcome, welcome. Jen from the Forestburg West Community Center Theater. Hi, I'm Jen. Hi, Jen. So uh, please, uh, whenever you're ready, tell us about your product or service. Well, uh, we at the Forestburg West Community Center Theater are in need of actors. Oh. And and when we when we heard that Wooddale Memorial was sort of uh, going through a scandal. We thought we might pounce on the opportunity. Oh, <laughs> quite capitalist of you. So, what, what do you, what, what, what do you, uh, how, how would you want to pou- uh, pounce upon this opportunity? In what way? Thank you for asking that. We are in, in, in. We are in auditions for a wonderful production called Beauty and the Geese. Oh. <laughs> oh. We cannot afford the rights to Beauty and the Beast. Oh, I see. Or Beauty and the Beast to Junior. Oh, there's a Junior edition of Beauty and the Beast? There is. Oh, it I thought it was already for children. It gets shorter. <laughs> I see. In, in length of, of playtime, not like height? Well, <laughs> both. Oh, both. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. So you're not doing Beauty and the Beast, Junior. You're doing Beauty and the Geese. We're doing Beauty and the Geese. Okay. And, well, we're in need of a beauty. 
Oh, you're. Oh. I, for listener at home, our sponsor is looking directly at our first guest, Emily, aka Spoon. Uh, Jen, uh, so it seems like you you've come on the show to to poach a performer. I don't I don't like the term poach uh, because I don't like eggs that are that way. Oh, well, uh, I think it's, it's more like a... Dr. Bixby, if I may, she's a bit of a headshot hunter. <gasps> <laughs> what's, a, what's a headshot hunter? Like a headhunter, but a headshot hunter, Dr. Fixme. Oh. Oh, okay, okay, I see. This is the industry. Keep up. Oh, okay, all right. I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best. I, uh, this is my first time meeting a directrix. This is, uh, this is all new to me. Well, um, I, as the artistic director okay. at Forest Burg West, um, you'd sort of think, what's what's above a directrix, right? Would I think that? I would. Oh, okay. And so to think an artistic director might be, oh, looking for somebody to shine in not one, not two, but an entire season at Forest Burg West. Oh. Sounds like an opportunity you couldn't refuse. So, are, are you saying that you're, you're in, being the artistic director, you're in charge of the hiring of the, the directors and the actors? Uh, so are you also opening up, uh, did I miss here, are you also opening up a, a, a room for a director as well, or just? Well, I, I did just I wanted to note that uh, the title of artistic director is yeah. sort of above that of a director that might direct just one show. Oh, I see. You're saying you're, you, you're offering. It's almost to me like you're indirectly offering Emily the opportunity to lead in more than one performance, lead in more than one production. That is correct. Oh, my goodness. It, it, would that make her a, what's it, like a repertoire performer? Is that... Is that or rep- we... At Forestburg West Community <laughs> Center Theater, like to hire our talent for an entire season, per se. Okay. And how long is a season? One year. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> One season is four seasons. Wow. Okay. <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay. Yes. A year of theater that I'm actually going to be in? Emily, I, I see you're experiencing a bit of a... Uh, it seems like you're at a crossroads now. You have a... a, 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 a I dare say a choice to make. You, you, it's plain and simple. You have an opportunity here provided by our sponsor, uh, much to the chagrin of our second guest, to, to leave this production. I mean, when, when would uh, Emily have to start? When does the season for uh, Beauty and the Geese start? Well, Beauty and the Geese is in auditions at the moment. Oh. But our rehearsal schedule is grueling, and it's often, and it's soon. Good. Oh, okay. Seems like Emily's on board with this. That's how I like it. I like to be able to go to work and say, I'm so tired. I just had rehearsal all night. And then I like to go the next day, and I go, oh, my gosh, we did tech. Do you know what tech is? Like, that's what I want to do. But if I could ask... I I mean, I'm not not saying I... I, I'm, I'm not saying yes, I'm not saying no, I'm not. I would just like to know what the rest of the season is. Great question. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a smart move, Emily. That's a smart move. You said, you don't, don't take it just yet. Let's, let's figure out what, what else is in store. I'd like to know. Yeah. Obviously, we're starting our season with Beauty and the Geese. Absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs> then we are going into 
<laughs> well, I imagine you probably couldn't acquire the rights for. We couldn't acquire the rights for Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> so we are doing Franklin. Oh. <laughs> and, and who dare I ask is that about? Benjamin Franklin. Oh, okay. Not the turtle. <laughs> I'm unaware of this reference. Of hey, it's Franklin coming over to your house. The turtle Franklin. It seems like I'm the only one in this room unaware of the the, the turtle Benjamin Franklin. So please proceed. So what, what else? What else do we have on the Franklin. roster? Franklin. Um, and then we have bald. It's not hair. <laughs> Oh! <laughs> it's much more tasteful, and there's no nudity like there is in hair. See, that's my only reservation with hair is the nudity. There is no other reservation there. So if I could do bald... <laughs> then, and I'm so excited to share this. We are closing out the season with floozies. It's, it's like Newsies. <laughs> but what occupation do they have? It's all loose women. Oh! I, are, wait a minute. Are they still on strike? They are. It almost sounds like this is in reaction to the lack of nudity pres- present in Bald. Yes, yes, and we want to give something to our audience that likes the nudity. Oh, they're, they're, that will be present in floozies? In a way that's tasteful. Tasteful nudity, tasteful nudity. Of course, of course. And uh, this is a musical? Yes, okay. yes, yes. Um, the, the, the star of the show, if, if I can just be so on the nose. Yes. <laughs> There is a rendition of a song that sounds something like Seize the Day. Okay. It sounds like Seize the Day. It sounds like Seize the Day, but it's not. Okay. Yes. Something like that? Something like that. But Just it's... for the audience. It's sort of a, it's sort of a tease. Okay. <laughs> yes, and so I'm just I'm very excited about it. Um, okay. It's coming it's coming in January. Okay. You Could know, you that's incredible because I do like the song Seize the Day, but I'm not crazy about the name. If I could have the two switched. Incredible. Yes, yes. Wow. So uh, I don't suppose we could ask what the name of that news of that song would be, or is yes. that is that um, it's it's obviously Tease the Day. It is Oh Tease the Day. Oh, of course. Of course it would be Tease the Day. By Absolutely. Uh, Floozies. Wow. Yes, yes. That's yeah. so fantastic. We're really, we're really proud of the work that we're doing at Forestburg West, and just um, are sort of upset that other community theaters are not taking the work seriously. Oh, you know, I've, uh, I, I, uh, <coughs> you know, and all my years as a directrix, I <laughs> have had. Many, many sort of villains, foes, people who are against me, uh, warring nations come at me in this way. Uh, government entities, we're talking uh, hauntings, we're talking uh, illnesses that have befallen me, all, all in, in ways that have, have tried to ruin 
the work that I'm trying to do, the art that I'm trying to bring to uh, places like Westwood, Westmore, Woodmore, Wooddale, and uh, honestly, I've never encountered something as cunning, as brilliant, as shit eating nasty as what you have just said to me. And I would like to challenge you to a duel. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Uh, it, it seems like there's a definitely a, a, a clear bit of tension between Damiana and Jen here. Uh, now, the, you, you're suggesting a duel, Damiana? No, when you, what do you mean by a duel? A duel, like we wake up at dawn. There's a well, that's not, oh, the audience is bloodthirsty for a duel. We can duel it out right fucking now, Jen. Oh, well, 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 what, what kind of a duel are you talking about? When I think of a duel, I think of the, like like in Hamilton when they bring out their guns, guns and they take ten spaces and then they fire around and they fire a gun. I don't have a gun right now because this is fucking Chicago and there's a sign on the door that says don't bring it in here. I follow signs. Okay, well, I'm glad you follow signs. So what kind of duel are you suggesting, uh, Damiano? Like, what are the terms, may I ask? Terms of the duel. Winner takes spoon. Oh. <laughs> Context of the duel. Context of the duel. Uh, I have not yeah. had to do this without my gun before. <laughs> so. Yeah, unfortunately, this will have to be a gunless duel. But if a duel at all, I don't know if it needs to come to that, though. I mean, well, I, I, I feel like a duel takes away the agency of Emily. I feel yeah. like we're, we're going to deprive yeah. Emily of a choice here. And I feel like that's ultimately, look, this episode, unfortunately, I, I, I'm, I'm very appreciative of Damiana and Jen being here, but it's, it's about Emily. Yeah. I'm only able to fix it. I'm only able to help one person one issue at a time, and I don't know if this duel would help Emily. Could I speak directly to Emily? Go ahead, you have the floor. <laughs> Emily, my darling. I'm sorry if it comes off as if I've been headhunting you, but I've seen the work that you've put in on stage and behind the scenes, the way that you made the prop eggs for Susical. I worked so hard on those. This was amazing. I do want to point out that there is but one egg in Susical. Not plural. Okay, but I made several, so we were the extra Because I'm good at my job. Yeah. With me, you could have it all. You could be the beauty. You could be my Franklin. You could have it all. And you just have to drive 25 minutes further. <laughs> okay, but... Could you make the commute to uh, Forestburg well, West? I, I could make the commute. I just... I, I don't know. I've never had to do this before. I will be honest. Forestburg didn't accept me into their theater camp when I was in elementary school. That is why I started with Wooddale. Oh. But I was afraid this would come up. And though I have been directrix of Wooddale for but six months, I am very aware of all of our summer camp acceptance uh, sort of rules and regulations. I know that we only take in the most talented kidderinos to be part of our little productionerinos. And I know then I scoured the lists of every child that has been a part of Westmore's community, Wooddale's community theater, 
only for kids in late July, and I looked through every single headshot until I found the spooniest one. And oh. that was you, Emily. Wow. <laughs> Emily, I think you've gone from missing the audition to not nailing the role you wanted to now being uh, sought after by two uh, directors, be they Artisteric or Majora. Artistic? I think I misspoke. Artistic or Majora. So you've got two uh, people vying for your uh, attention, your 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 stage presence, and I, I think I I wish I could give you some some consultation in this, some advice, but I'm I'm ill-equipped. I'm not so uh, familiar with the world of theater, but I do want you to know we may, we may have someone here who could help. But before I bring them on, I gotta ask our, our sponsor, Jen. I understand you're vying for uh, Jen or for Emily here to be uh, in your performances, but is there room for other people to audition? If anyone out here wants to audition for Forestburg West's productions of, of be it, uh, Floozies or uh, 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 Beauty and the Geese or what was the third one? Balls. Balls, yeah, yes. If anyone wants to audition for that, how can they get uh, a hold of uh, Forestburg West Community Center Theater? Thank you so much for asking. We <laughs> are on all the socials. All the socials. Um, yes, and you can you can go to our website. It's fbwcct. Fbwcct. Dot, dot com. All right. And you'll find everything there from all of the different bake sales we have, from all of the different fundraisers, for all of the different pizza nights we hold. Wow. We don't do pizza nights at Wooddale. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that. Pizza if there's a, is derivative. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone wants to audition for either Bald or Floozies or the upcoming Beauty and the Geese, please go to www.fbwcct.com. Thank you very much, Jen, our sponsor. Now, I, unfortunately, I'm a I'm a jack of all trades, but a master of none. I want to bring on someone who has been listening this entire time uh, to our story here, our plight, our confusion here with Emily, and uh, hopefully they can give you better advice than what I can offer. So with that said, please welcome on our final guest. Looks like I have the only guy that auditioned at the Wooddale or Westmore or Woodmere or <laughs> Community Campus Crematorium Center that has been every male part in every show since 1991, 11 years ago. Yay! 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 Welcome! It's Mr. Welcome. Deep Voice! Does all the deep voice Welcome, welcome, the only guy to Dr. Fix Me! Uh, oh, thank you for having me. And did I, did I hear oh. someone call you Mr. Deep Voice? Is that what yes. it is? I did. I forgot my name long ago. <laughs> oh my goodness! I've done thousands of roles in every uh, community center throughout the cities. So. Oh wow, please, please have a seat. Oh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Of course, of course. It's a pleasure. It's oh, a pleasure, so an opportunity. And good to see you as yes, well. Yes, yes, you. yes. Good to, good to see you. So uh, may, I, may I call you uh, Deep Voice? Or you Mr. Deep Voice? call me almost any role and I've played it. Oh, really? <laughs> wow. You can call me Franklin if you'd like. Oh, okay. It was Franklin. All right. I guess for for I guess uh, uh, for now, let's, just, let's go with Franklin. I think that would help. That's so, wonderful. So Franklin, uh, you're here as an expert. You're here to um, offer advice. Being uh, so experienced uh, in um, musical theater since 1991, a.k.a. 11 years ago, yes. what advice do you have? <laughs> What advice do you have for our guest? Emily, uh, I have had the pleasure of being in your position many a time. Um, I've had several directors kill themselves in duels. <laughs> <laughs> they kill themselves? I've seen it. Yes. <laughs> they kill themselves in duels? That's what the memorial is for. Oh, that's why, when, 
That's why Wooddale has a memorial for all the duels where people have killed themselves, not Here the other person. Is a blood sport. Oh my, my goodness. I had no idea theater was so competitive. Theater is life. And death, apparently. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, so, uh, please continue. So, you must consider many things. Um, I, at this point, have played over 50,000 parts. Oh, wow. <laughs> over how many? Oh, my God. That, over 11 years. Okay. <laughs> okay. Since 1991. Right. <laughs> so, okay, and, and, and can you list off some of your, your more uh, known performances, or maybe some of your favorites? I mean, just off the top, just off of Beauty and the Beast, I played Gaston. Le Fou, oh. Lumiere, oh. um, all of the village, the villagers that were like a guy <laughs> oh, in wow. the mob. Yes. Oh wow! Um, yeah, every male part that has ever existed oh, in wow. every show that has ever existed. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, so what do you suggest for Emily? Does she does she stay with a Wooddale Center uh, Community Center Theater, or does she need to? Is it better to go with uh, the uh, more quantitative? There, there's more performances at, at, at uh, Forestburg West. Emily, is um, is acting your life? I have no other life. Spoken. Uh, this I is have a, no a, other life, sweet boys. This is coming oh. from someone who's also a, a, a wife and a mother. <laughs> <laughs> you're in you're in a production where you play a wife and a mother. Yes, that is. Oh. <laughs> yes, I am. I, I think she's like she's even in, in the real world. I'm always playing a role. Yes. Oh, it, it was said earlier. It was what a true thespian. It was said earlier in the show that uh, all the world is a stage, and all of us within it props. <laughs> sure. My children are props. <laughs> okay. All right. So so okay. We we've asked her the question. What, where do you think she should go? What where? Hmm. So on the one hand, you have the chance to play a revolutionary role of the lead of Spoon in Beauty and the Beast. And on the other hand, what is it you could be in every production for the season? The lead in every show in my season. Doesn't that sound familiar, Deep Voice? It does. <laughs> it does, because I live every moment of that every single day. Have you performed in Forestburg West? At I'm least? in a show right now. Oh, what, what show are you in right I'm now? I'm Doctor Fix Me. Oh, well, okay. Well, the, yes, you're, I guess you're in this current production if I, if I were the director. Oh, uh, not okay. even that. I'm also doing a performance of Doctor Fix Me where I play you. Oh, what? <laughs> yes. I, where is this being staged? Job. I shaved my head and grew a beard. Oh, <laughs> just like me. Yes, oh, yes. wow. That's my current production. I, and, 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 and is That's this... That Stone's... Uh, Stoneswood Community College. Oh, Community College. Oh, wow. Oh, cool. Now, is this a is this a drama or a, a, a musical kind of? Yes, it's certainly not very funny. It's, <laughs> oh. it's a very very serious uh, okay. biopic of a very sad man. Oh, is it? Yes. So it's the story of Doctor Fix Me. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, and a show that should end but keeps going, persisting for years. And it's it's the most challenging role I've ever had in my life. Oh wow! I take that as a compliment. I take that as high praise. It's a privilege to get to play you. Oh God, Mister Fix Me, oh. Doctor. Uh, yes, thank you, thank you. So, uh, as someone who's uh, known, who I guess who has experienced uh, uh, the fictional version of me on stage and is, uh, understands maybe where I'm coming from, you might be able to do this better than I can. Where, which, where, where should she go? Uh, it's such a tough choice because if you are to play so many parts, you may lose. Yourself. Oh. 
I no longer know what my laugh or my sneeze or my fart is anymore. Any movement is not my own. Really? I, you're, you're playing a character right now? Yes. Well, I guess I, we, we, we did christen you Franklin. You've, mm-hmm. you've been do- given the name Mr. Deep Voice. You have, uh, uh, and, and I've, I've called you Franklin. It seems that you, you've, you've lost your own identity? Yes, I have no idea who I was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Since I was about, I don't know, two years old, I've been the lead in everything. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's you're, no other guys in the city that auditioned for the theater. Oh, you're a uh, It's just me. You're a lifelong thespian. You've uh, been so committed to your characters that you've lost sight of who you really are. Yes. Okay. Wow. That is deep, moving, and, and uh, 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 frankly, a little uh, disheartening. But I, I feel like no, there's no one better suited that to to help uh, Emily uh, d- discover which path to take. Yes. Maybe you could provide her with a, uh, I mean, uh, not a necessarily a cautionary tale, but from your experience, do you know which one might lead to a, a more prosperous outcome or disastrous? Well, so the opportunity to play so many parts uh, is delightful, and none of them are exactly what the uh, name production is. So it's very uh, different parts, uh, like you know, we were talking about um, floozies, um, which somehow I was in. Um, and <laughs> uh, who did you play in floozies? Who? Yeah, who are you? Someone has to be the reporter. I, yes. Oh, the Bill Pullman of the, of the performance. Oh, yes. I see. Yes. I see. Even though there was almost an entire uh, uh, gender swap, I was still managed to find a pocket. Oh, yeah. I see. Yeah. And I was the lead still. You were the lead? <laughs> As the journalist, you were the lead. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Writing about the floozies. Yes. Okay. So, so that is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. But however, such a visionary, such a directress, a directrix that the spoon will play the beauty of these. I have, I will admit, I have never even played a background character in my life. And to have the opportunity for that to be the star is My true. uncle thought it was a good idea. <laughs> your uncle? Who's your uncle? Oh, wait, your last name is Spielberg. Are you referring to Steven Spielberg? <laughs> wow, that last name is Hollywood. I didn't realize. I, wow, okay. Now, let me ask you another thing. Is... Are you looking to move on from the stage to the screen? Or is the stage where you call home? No, the stage is where I call home. Mm. I feed on people's reactions. I, I feed on the lightning in the air, the electricity. Yes. Wow. <laughs> this is a tough choice indeed for you, Emily. I, I, have, one, I have one suggestion. Please, go ahead. Um, I know that they don't have guns in this studio. Right, there are no, there are no guns present in, in, the, in the Lincoln Lodge currently. That is correct. correct. However, I do believe I have the capabilities of playing two guns. Wow. And two bullets. Wow. Oh. Wow, wow, wow. So you're saying you're offering up yourself in the role of, of gun one and gun two? Yes. Oh my goodness. I feel uniquely equipped because of the amount of parts I play in every single The amount of parts you play? The amount of parts, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> and it, it seems as if the roles of Gun 1 and 2 would sort of be the lead in a duel. That's true. They would definitely upstage uh, anyone firing them. Yes, up until the moment that Bullet becomes the lead. Yeah. And then I <laughs> <both> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. So are you proposing that we carry out this duel to see? Because it sounds like uh, the, the fate of Emily lies within the, the, the director's hands. What's a more thrilling way than to live on 
stage determine your fate. Yes. Art imitates life, imitates yes. art. You know what, Franklin? I, I'm at an impasse. I know that I, I should be the one to make a decision, but at this time, I... I think the theater should make it for me. Oh, <laughs> you, you give it up to the fates. I, 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 to I, Dionysus himself <laughs> and the muses. Oh, okay. So, all right. Uh, so, uh, uh, oh, goodness gracious, I'm forgetting. D- Damiana, uh, please uh, walk us through. What is, so how, how will this duel take place? I feel like that's the only way for us to resolve this. All right, so number one, you have to do something the audience expects. Okay. Get the guns, put them in the hands of the duelers. Okay. I would like you to be in my hand. All right. All right, we're going to, for the listener at home, we are staging our duel. All right, for just a moment, I need to undon the facade of Dr. Fixme. Oh, wait. Oh. Were you Dr. Fixme this whole time? Yes. Oh, Dr. Wow. Fixme as Franklin. Yes, I have incredible range. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> now I will don the role of a gun. I am now a gun. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. oh my goodness. All right, so, I'm going to take the safety off of this gun now. For the listener at home, the gun is cheating out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm armed. And he's a foley artist as well. I am now going to cock the gun. Oh. <laughs> and point the gun at my foe. Oh no, oh no. And now I, with my gun, do the same. I will now don the role of second gun. First, I will release myself of first gun. (laughs) I am now second gun. (laughs) Cocked, loaded, ready to go, second gun takes Uh his place. And now we've got to do a little something the audience doesn't expect. Something you feel from within, Franklin. Oh, the opportunity to go off script? <gasps> yes. This is what I offer. Improvisation. <laughs> Franklin, are you prepared to, to perform in an unscripted manner? I can barely speak without things written <laughs> for me. Well, have you been scripted this entire time? Yes. Oh, you memorized your lines for this yes, performance? Yes, I uh, uh, watched uh, every episode of Doctor Fix Me. Oh. And this is episode 150. Um, the one with them. More or less, yeah, wow. Um, so I had the opportunity to go deviate from this script to do something unexpected. Yes, would you like to Meisner it up beforehand? <laughs> yes. Emily, may I? Yes, yes, I would love to Meisner. <laughs> I am a gun. I am a gun. I am a gun. I am a gun. Wow. For the listener at home, our actors are misnering. You are a you are a gun. Open. Open it. You are a gun. You are a gun. Close it. Close it back up. I know what to do. Oh, you do? Okay. <laughs> Emily. Yes. I have been shamelessly I, I wanted to take the leads but this is not my story this is your story yeah! Yeah! wow I've been the lead all my life since 1991 <laughs> 11 years ago thousand plays yes but now I'm the lead that's 12 that's 12 years ago 12 years ago yes. oh okay I my, b- the begging your pardon. The script says that I say 11 years, and then you say, no, it's 12 oh, years 12. ago, and then I say, oh, that's 12 years And I years say it's ago. because she has a PhD. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I need to get a hold of this script. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm the only one who doesn't know how this plays out. So uh, please, uh, continue, Frank. Yes. 
Emily, yes. you have to play these guns. <laughs> your bullets will decide your fate. I bequeath my role to you. Oh I am goodness. no longer a gun. For the listener at home, our audience is hip. <laughs> I will become the gun. <gasps> oh. oh. Wow. I am a gun. Yeah! Oh my goodness. She's masterful. My finger now pulls the trigger. <laughs> and mine is at the ready to pull the trigger. I'm a second gun. <laughs> oh my goodness. And... Wait! Who will win? What? What? When does our show go up? <laughs> a week from now. You wait a week from now. You only have one week of rehearsals. When does Beauty and the Geese go up? Six weeks. <gasps> I could do both. Yeah! What? Both? <laughs> well, hold on a second. How long does the show run for? I'm sure the, the, the performance starts in a week, but how many performances are there? One. What? Oh. Oh, just one. Community theater famously sometimes even does half a show. Oh, oh, I see. Oh my goodness, wow. This doesn't seem to be an or situation, it's an and situation. It's a yes and. And situation, yes. Oh my goodness, you get to have your cake and eat it too, Emily. How does it feel? God, it feels good. Yeah. 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 Emily, 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 Emily. Oh my goodness, Emily, Emily. This is fantastic. I couldn't think of a better uh, way for this to, uh, I guess, uh, uh, wrap up or go for you. This is amazing. Uh, uh, so I think right now is a perfect opportunity for us to, if we all, uh, I guess, uh, return to our seats. I want to take this opportunity to bring out into the audience. I forgot to mention at the top of the show that we will also give you the opportunity to ask questions of anyone here on this stage. If there's anything that Dr. Fix Me has overlooked, something that I forgot to ask, a question that you have of any of the performances, any of these shows featured at uh, Forest Berg West, any question for Dear Franklin and the many uh, roles that he's played, over 50,000, or a question you have of Dr. Fix Me, feel free to ask it. There's a safe space for curiosities uh, if you have a question. Yes, in the corner, please. Oh, what is your name first? My name is Mike. Hi, Mike. Uh, please, uh, what is your question? for Deep Voice, a.k.a. Franklin. Deep yes. Voice Franklin. Hello. As a fellow man, can you uh, appear? Yes. Wow. And, and a bald yet bearded man. And of course. It's, it's the Thank only you way for your I am so glad you are not in my city because, oh my gosh, you would steal all of the rules from me. What do you do for self-care between roles and oh. sure you not crumble under the weight of the expectations? Yes. That's Fantastic that's question. How do, you, how, do you, how do you take care of yourself? Yes, playing so many different roles can be emotionally very exhausting. Um, which is why um, I played the part of a masseuse working at King Spa. <laughs> oh, King Spa? King Spa. Oh, yes. right, right, right. Herbs, if you know it, King Spa. Yes, King Spa in Kingsburg. Kingsburg? Kingsburg oh. Community College. <laughs> okay. Well, they're good. Yes. And in that role, I learned self-care. I learned how to take the baths from one temperature to another temperature. Oh, I see. A very cold temperature. Oh. Yes. 
Um, and there is a king scrub. Have you ever received that before? Never. A king scrub is amazing. That's one of those uh, deep tissue massages, or like they, they like scour your back. They with... scour your entire body. They leave no part, and this is not a joke. They leave no part unturned. Oh my goodness! Scrotum lift. <laughs> Taint. Filleted. Filleted. Yes. You will come out a new person ready to take on any role. Wow. You lose your skin, your top layer. You lose the role of which you were just playing. I've always wow. said this. I've always said remove your skin to become the character. Wow. Now, you, you take on the role of a masseuse to become the recipient of a massage? That is correct. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, that, I play multiple roles, so I also play the You also play a role. You're never not performing a role. That is correct. Wow. I am currently uh, doing a biopic about his life as well. Oh, about Mike? <laughs> yes, about do... Mike's life. Yes. Oh, wow. Uh, what, what about Mike's life? What, 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 can uh, you Mike us... is a glorious uh, character. He's done, what is it, 75,000 roles in his studio? Oh, really? Yes, in his own yes, town? Yes. He's the... the the deep voice, deep voice yes. Franklin of his area. Yes. We'll talk. <laughs> wow. Well, thank you very much, Mike. Thank you very much for that amazing question about self-care. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, any other uh, questions from the audience? Anything else? Anything? No, that's quite all right. There's a safe space uh, to not ask questions, but I will. Uh, I think this is a great time for me to revisit our, our uh, guests on this stage. First off, I, I don't think we would have been able to come to this conclusion to have Emily uh, be featured in both performances of, of uh, oh my goodness, why am I, uh, of Beauty and the Geese and Beauty and the Beast, uh, of, of also Floozies and Bald, uh, Not Hair, the musical. And Franklin. And Franklin, the musical, of course. Uh, and we wouldn't have come to that conclusion if it weren't for our expert. Thank you very much, Deep Voice Franklin. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Is there uh, any are there any any parting words that you'd like to offer us as we uh, as we wrap this up? <clears throat> Live life to the fullest. Oh wow! Thank you very much. Thank you. Sorry, I've never gone off script before. <laughs> Thank you. Sorry, that, right. that was invigorating. You were amazing, Ed. You were amazing. Uh, yes, you're amazing. The natural. Jen of the Forestburg West Community Center Theater, you have successfully uh, won over uh, uh, the lead actor of, of all of your your entire season. Uh, all the while, not uh, completely uh, creating an enemy or, or uh, wronging uh, this fellow director here. Um, how do you feel at the end of this? Uh, you know, something that we don't often talk about is um, we did our masters together. Oh, oh, you did. What? And moved to these theaters that just butt heads. And it is an honor to sort of bury the gun, so to speak, <laughs> and share for goddamn once. You know what, Jen? I'd like you to come on my plane. On my plane that goes west and doesn't stop. For at least 130? No, at least 130 hours because my next trip is actually going to be 200 hours and I think I'm going to fucking lose it this time. And I'd really like you to be there and I'd really like you to taste my blood. Oh. I would love to go on the blood retreat with you. Oh, blood retreat? Wow. Oh my goodness. 
Wow. And Damiana uh, Z. Spielberg, uh, thank you very much. Uh, Directrix Majora, PhD. We couldn't uh, have done a, the, had this episode without the full understanding of where Emily was coming from. Now I understand the, the passion that she has. It's not just her. It's the whole community. There's a, there's a thriving theater community uh, at the Westdale Memorial Yes, and I will suck it dry. <laughs> oh, okay. Is there any uh, parting words you'd like to offer Emily as she embarks on this uh, multi-character uh, uh, performance, uh, you know, with your uh, theater as well as Jen's? Yeah, you know what? I, I know that Spoon is going to be hard for you to leave behind. We've got however many hours are in a week. I think it's over ten. <laughs> and it's going to be, it's going to be grueling. You're not going to sleep. Okay, you're you're gonna wanna get five hour energies. You're gonna wanna get oatmeal. You're gonna wanna get a green juice. Yeah. I just want you to talk to your doctor and see if you have any heart conditions. Okay. Okay, I don't think I do, but <laughs> I was gonna say rice. But <laughs> I was gonna save it for the first rehearsal. But you know what? Since you're, you're gonna immediately continue on, I just want to make sure that you are as healthy as you need to be to do my show. And it's going to be grueling, and I know that. Thank you. I'm ready for you to absolutely wring me out like a towel. All right, good. Oh, my. Good. Oh, my goodness. That's what I like to hear. Emily, I couldn't have imagined a better uh, ending for you. You're, you've gotten everything that you wanted. This is, this is surpassed your expectations. You're not just one of Ga Gaston's gals. You're, you're the lead of, of every performance for the, the rest of the year. This is a dream come true, honestly. I would just love to thank um, both Jen and Damiana and Deep Voice um, and, and to the Academy. Thank you so much for considering me. And um, gosh, I'm forgetting people. Um, <laughs> kids, go to bed! <laughs> wow! And with that, amazing! Amazing thank you speech. Uh, I gotta say, Emily Sputnik, you have been fixed. This has been Dr. Fix Me. Today's episode is performed by Sarah Costello, Margaret Hunsicker, Annie Scott, and Sean Koch. Dr. Fix Me theme song written and performed by Allison Lewis. Enjoy the show? Let us know at drfixmeshow at gmail.com. Catch Dr. Fix Me live at the Lincoln Lodge every first and third Saturday of the month. Get your tickets now at thelincolnlodge.com. Watch live episodes of Dr. Fix Me on YouTube. You can follow Dr. Fix Me on TikTok and Instagram at Dr. Fix Me and on Facebook at Dr. Fix Me Show. Rate and review Dr. Fix Me on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your audio entertainment. Editing, production, direction, and Dr. Fix Me performed by yours truly, Michael Kim Lewis. Thank you for listening. So it's the story of Dr. Fix Me. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, in a show that should end but keeps going, persisting for years. <laughs> <laughs>